Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast, a place for the modern Latina who is ready to get out of her own way and build the life she wants. I'm Sonia Alejandra, your host and the founder of Mujeron Movement, y juntas we'll explore the topics of self-development, entrepreneurship, community, and everything in between that empowers us on our journey to becoming the Mujeron of our dreams. Vamos a lograrlo juntas. Hola, Mujerones. Welcome to the Mujeron Podcast. I am Sonia Alejandra Saunders, your host and founder of Mujeron Movement. You are in the right place if you are someone that is ready to get out of their own way and build the life she wants. So if you are an entrepreneur, if you are starting your business, or if you are just thinking about dabbling into entrepreneurship, you want to talk, you want to stay with us and you want to really pay attention because we have a very special series for you today. So this is one of three podcast episodes that we're going to be recording for you for the Starting Your Business series. So this series is all about how to start your business, and we're going to be talking to an expert in numbers, which I think a lot of us get intimidated by. But I think if anything, having an expert help us on that side, we're already doing great. <laughs> so today we have Esme with us. She's the founder of Balance Ledger, and she is here today to talk to us a little bit more about what she does and how she can help us. So please help me welcome Esme. Esme, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, it's a, it's an honor to be here. So I want to start first by having you tell us a little bit more about you and Balance Ledger um, and what you do. Yeah, of course. Uh, so my, my name is Esmeralda. I like to go by Esme. Um, everybody knows if you call me Esmeralda, like I feel like I'm in trouble. Like there's, I did something wrong. <laughs> Uh, so I definitely prefer to go by Esme. Um, so Balance Ledger started, I started doing bookkeeping actually in 2014. And it first started with my family business. Um, I co-own three barbershops with my family. Um, and I actually left my job at the bank uh, to come do bookkeeping for this family business. Um, so yeah, we I started doing bookkeeping in 2014. And then I got asked a lot like uh, by other business owners if I would help them um, because of, of the success they saw, you know, in the barbershop. We went from opening one location and to opening three. Um, so people started seeing the success and they started asking me if I could help them with their bookkeeping or just start their business in general. Um, and I just felt like I was like I was too overwhelmed with the businesses themselves that I was like I could never I could never help you know other businesses and it was until 2020 actually and it was mid-pandemic like in March that I actually launched my uh, bookkeeping agency and within like three months I already had several clients that I had onboarded um, and so yeah it's been it's been successful since then but it did start just with my family business back in 2014. Yeah, I love that. I feel like I related to you a lot in that aspect because I also help run my family business. And I think you can relate on how the way that our parents maybe did business is different than what we would have. And I love to see that something that you saw was so needed. You were like, okay, how can I help and serve more businesses, especially in our Latino community? I feel like numbers is something that we might feel a little intimidated with, but I 
I'm excited to do this series so that we can kind of loosen up, get more comfortable with that. Um, today, we're going to be talking about the four things you need to do when starting a new business. So this is definitely the first episode you want to listen to in the series. Um, Esme, I just am so excited to even be working with you on that end with Mujer on Movement. And I know that we're going to be bringing a lot of growth. So let's start with uh, the first thing that we need when we're starting a business. Yeah. So when you're when you're first starting a business, the first thing you want to do is separate your personal from your business. Um, so the first thing that I have my clients do is set up a separate LLC um, and, a, and a separate EIN. So you never want to have you never want to use your social security or you know just. Your, your name to do business. Um, and now sometimes it is ideal, depending on the type of business that you're running, it might be ideal um, if you don't have a much risk in it. Um, like we sometimes say, like maybe website designers, because um, they're normally just at home, you know, building websites, they really don't interact with clients or anything like that. But you if you run like any risk at all of being sued, um, you definitely want to have that separation, uh, because it is a protection for your personal assets. Um, if you were to just run your business as a solopreneur and everything, run it under your social, and let's say, you know, that, um, God forbid you do get sued, um, they, they're, they're going to go after your personal asset. Um, and now if you have that separation, if you have that LLC, that is protection for your personal assets. So if you were to get sued in that case, then the only thing they can go after is really your business assets. Um, so that's the first thing I recommend my clients is to get that separation, that LLC, um, and that EIN number to separate you from just your your personal. Yes. And I want you to also tell us a little bit more about the importance of separating your financials, right? Because I feel like definitely having the, the its own entity as a business is important. I feel like it's almost when I got my LLC, it was almost like I felt legit. <laughs> um, yes. So definitely that part is super important. When it comes to financials, um, what would what tip would you give us there? Yeah, so immediately right away, once you have your LLC and your EIN, you take that to the bank and you open up a bank account. Um, I mean, it is never recommended to have those uh, personal and business funds mixed um, because then you really don't know what's going on. You don't know what's personal. You don't know what's business. Uh, come tax time, it's going to be it's going to be craziness trying to figure out if that was if that Walmart expense was for your business or for it was your house. Um, so you definitely want to separate that. That is one of the first things I also tell my clients. Um, I actually don't work with clients who do not have a separate bank account from their personal because it just makes bookkeeping so much harder to try to figure out if it's personal if it's business um so yeah just having separate finances is very important um and that also helps you get a clear picture of you know really what's coming into your what's coming into your business what's coming out of your business um and if you have that mixed with your personal that that just makes it really really hard to be able to to look at your finances yes i want to come back to this because i feel like i can relate in many levels, especially when I was working with my parents and their business. Um, but I also wanted to ask, when we are starting a business, a lot of times we are self-funding, right? So a lot of the money that's going in the business is our own personal money. 
even mm-hmm. then, would you suggest that we separate and how can we do that so that at the end of the year, it's crystal clear how much we invested in our business and all of that? Yeah, you definitely want to do it from the beginning, even when you're not making any profit. Um, So everything you put into your business is called an owner contribution. And you definitely want to record that. And um, we'll talk about financial reports a little later, but that goes on what's called the balance sheet. um, And it just keeps a record of everything you've put into the business and everything that has come out of everything you've taken out of your business. Um, So yeah, that definitely gets recorded. um, And it's important for you to know these numbers. That way, you know, you know, what you've put in, what you've taken out. Um, So yeah, even when you're not making any profit, recording that is very important. So I think that there is this idea that hiring a bookkeeper is something that we should do when we're profiting. And I think I fell into this a lot. And I think that sometimes even a simple consultation, right, of like, hey, I'm going to start a business. How should I do these things? This is why we're doing this podcast series, because we know how difficult this can be for us when we're first starting. There's so much we need to do, the strategy, the marketing, you know, what are we going to be selling and numbers sometimes very often is kind of put on the back burner, but it should be something that we should pay attention to in the beginning. Would you say that? Right, right, right along with creating your LLC and starting your bank, your business bank, like right below that is bookkeeping. Now, whether you hire a bookkeeper or not right away, you still need to do bookkeeping. Um, So bookkeeping, what that is, is uh, pretty much all the transactions that come into your business account, it's putting them into taxable categories. So for example, if you purchase something at Staples for your office, you know, you would put that into the category of office expenses or office supplies. Um, And that's very important because you want to see where your money is going. You want to see how it's being spent. Um, And now if you created a budget at the beginning of the year, that also keeps you, um, that also helps you stay on track of your budget. If you have a budget of only spending $100 in the office supply category, you know that now you have $30 less, you know, to spend for that month. Um, So bookkeeping is very important to do. Now, I do get on a lot of one-on-ones with um, just a startup, you know, startup businesses that are barely, you know, uh, even thinking about the idea of opening a business. Um, And I even will tell them, you know what, you're probably not ready to hire a bookkeeper because a bookkeeper is a monthly commitment and it it does come with a monthly fee. Um, So what I recommend is even sometimes just a spreadsheet. Just get a spreadsheet, start jotting down your income, start jotting down your expenses, um, just so you have an idea, you know, of what's coming in, what's coming out. So you have that all recorded. Um, and then when you get to a certain point, you do bring on that bookkeeper to help you take care of that task. But I don't only like in, in our agency, um, we don't only just record income and expenses, you know, and give you a financial report at the end of the month. We actually uh, want to see you grow. We want to help you, you know, get more clients. Um, In the beginning, um, one of my newer, she was a client since I almost started my bookkeeping agency, um, was a photographer who was um, undercharging. Um, And I we got on a call together with her, we looked at her numbers, we ran the numbers, we ran the hours, you know, it takes her to do a photo shoot, the time it takes her to edit the pictures, we looked at what she was charging compared to the time she was spending. I don't remember exactly, but she was paid getting paid like 
seven dollars an hour, which you know it was it was ridiculous, you know. So um, immediately we we were able to work on raising her her numbers and everything. Um, so just aside from um, just doing your bookkeeping, we I and I'm sure there's a lot of other bookkeepers out there. We want to see you grow. We want to help you build that business. So more than just, you know, recording transactions, you have that person that has the experience, you know, of growing a business um, that could help you, you know, with your financial goals and your business goals and everything. Yes. And I think that's so important because I feel like that's where the magic happens when you integrate someone who is an expert at seeing and laying out the numbers and, you know, even pointing out like, hey, you, if you want to continue, you should raise your rates right yes so yeah go ahead sorry there is a statistic you know that 45 percent of businesses fail within the first five years and that's mainly because of finances uh they're not taking care of their cash flow they're really not paying attention to how much is coming in how much is going out they're overspending you know if they have um $5,000 coming in, they're spending $6,000, you know, so it's very important to be looking at your finances um, every month. It's not just because I I hear a lot of people that are like, well, you know, I'm going to do my taxes at the end of the year. That's where I can see, you know, how much came in and how much came out. But no, it's really important to be looking at your finances on a monthly basis. That also just helps you make like uh, better informed decisions. Like if you want to bring in a new employee, if you want to buy, you know, new equipment, looking at it's, looking at your finances is going to tell you if you can afford that or not. Yes, I feel like even and I'm sure you can say this, there's ways that you can make a pivot in the middle of the year and then come out winning rather than losing. Right. Mm -hmm. So we kind of went through the first three steps without pointing them out. But I'm going to briefly just kind of bring it back So step number one was to separate your personal from business. So creating an entity for your business. Uh, The second thing was to separate your personal and business finances, opening that bank account. And whether you are right now self-funding, making sure that you are still separating your finances. And then number three was creating a bookkeeping system. So making sure that you're tracking your income and expenses Um, If you want to outsource this, if you're ready to do that, or if you just want to do a consultation, that would really help. So now let's move on to thing number four that we need to do when starting a business. So number four would be business organization. So you want to set up um, your onboarding process. You want to get your email. And I always recommend getting a professional email. Um, It looks so much better just to the person receiving your email. It just makes you, like I see it, it just makes you look legit. Like, oh, wow, this is a real business. Um, Rather than having, like in my example, balance ledger at Gmail. Instead, they get an email coming from Esme at balanceledger.com. So it just makes it a little bit more professional. Um, So getting a professional email, setting up merchant services, how are you going to charge your clients, Um, setting up a client management system. In my case, I have monthly recurring clients who um, don't, we don't do the same thing for all of them. It's different tasks for each of them every month. So setting up a client uh, management software where we can go in and see, okay, for this client, we're going to do that for that client, we're going to do that. Um, So setting that up, uh, a file organization, 
organization, where are you going to keep like all your client documents if, you know, if you need them? Contracts. I know contract is very important. That's one of the first things that I got. Um, I did hire a lawyer to do this, to get me a contract for uh, clients and one for contractors for whenever I did hire out. Um, your marketing, what are you going to use to market, to advertise? Are you just going to be on social media? Are you going to get uh, Google? Are you going to pay ads in Google, Yelp? You know, what are you going to use? Um, and then there's also, uh, depending on what state and city you are, there are uh regulations there like are you going to need a license to do whatever you're doing um you know just looking at all that is 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 very important so business organization that's that's the that would be the fourth thing when you're starting a business yeah and implementing these systems just makes everything so much easier I feel Mm -hmm. like this is one of the parts that a lot of us struggle with when we're starting because it's so much. So mm-hmm. definitely take it once at one at a time. I feel like um, no matter what part of the journey you're in, sometimes this still might be something you go back and like adjust or change a little bit um, because mm-hmm. I'm totally guilty on the email part. Like I feel like that's instead- <laughs> That's a step that I haven't made that I'm told it's on my list, but it goes to show, you know what I mean? Like you don't have to have it all figured out. It's like starting and then slowly implementing all of these things. That's why we have professionals like Esme who are here to guide us and really just give us that, that blueprint that we need. So obviously this is a lot. What would you recommend or what would what advice would you give to someone that's starting Um, more like words of encouragement rather than like the systems and like the the um, logistics aspect? Yeah. So like, like Sonia said, get started with what you have. Don't think that, okay, I have to do all that within one week, you know, to start my business. No, start with whatever you have. Um, setting up your LLC and your EIN. The EIN is free. Here in Arizona, the creating an LLC is about $85, I believe. That's the fee that the, the state charges. Um, but it's it's not expensive to do that. Op- opening a bank account, most banks, you know, are around the $15 range a month. So those are, you know, inexpensive things that you can do. Um, And everything else, you know, just do it as you can, you know, don't rush yourself into getting your systems in place. I know that I set up a different client management system. When I started, it was just me by myself. So I didn't need, you know, this expensive software or anything like that. When I started onboarding contractors, that's when I, you know, invested in a, in a different software because it was going to be several of us working on there. Um, so yeah, like I started with a Trello checklist. Um, so start with whatever you can. Um, and then, yeah, like, like Sonia said, build it as you, as you go. Um, so yeah, to start with whatever you have would be my first thing. Yes. That's the important part. Um, I know that in like other States, it's a lot more expensive to start, but again, it's, it's like really making sure that you have a plan, you laying it out and get yourself that bookkeeper that's going to help you. <laughs> exactly. And a lot, of, a lot of things that I did was get into a, a lot of networking groups and a lot of them are free and just ask questions. <laughs> I would ask a lot of questions like, what do you use for that? What do you use for that? And I would try it um, and, you know, just 
just go into network groups, figure out, you know, what what's going to work for you, because what works for somebody else is not necessarily going to work for you. So figure out what works for you, what you like, and then from there, just just start building it out. Absolutely. I feel like community for sure is one of the best ways to starting something, especially when you are connecting with like minded people, you guys know, I preach about this, I might be biased, because there's head on movement is a community, but definitely connecting with people who are doing similar things. Um, All right, well, I think that we have our first uh, series episode here. Um, we are going to continue this series. We're going to be talking about the four W's of bookkeeping. So we're going to get more into the bookkeeping side for the next episode. So stick around. Esme will be here with us for the next three weeks. Thank you, Esme, so much for your help. And Mujerones, gracias for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Mujeron, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mujeron Podcast. Please make sure you subscribe, share, leave a review so you can help us get to so many more Mujerones. Don't forget, you can also watch our show on our YouTube channel where you can let us know in the comments if you like this episode or what other topics you would like us to talk about in the future. Keep shining, keep working towards becoming the Mujeron of your dreams.